Hello, everybody, and welcome back um, to the 95 Escape. This is where I'm going to share some of the things that my wife and I have done to live a life a little bit less ordinary. Today, I'm going to be talking about um, the duck cleaning business, <laughs> interesting world of duck cleaning, and how I how I got into it. Um, what um, I got into sales, so I'm going to talk about a little bit about um, how I was how I would sell duct cleaning. And then I'm also going to talk about how to take that online. So to give you guys a little bit of backstory, um, I got into duck cleaning simply by coincidence. A guy moved down the street from us, um, and he he uh, he happened to work for my boss at the time, doing a um, a job for her. I was doing restoration at the time, and he found out that I did good work, and so he came driving by in his. 1969 Mach 1 Mustang um, when I was about 17 years old and and um, saw me out in the yard and and so he called me over and said hey would you want a job and that was about that um, and so uh, I I kind of started with him you know he started training me and then um, just to be a um, an assistant a helper to his lead tech and then after that I ended up becoming a lead tech myself and eventually got into training. Um, I ended up training all the new uh, hirees, and um, <clears throat> eventually a lot of them became lead techs. And in fact, one of the guys that I trained, um, he really stuck around for a long time. And ended up buying the company from uh, from my boss. And um, so after I had done with finished training, um, I actually left the company for a little while. Crazy enough, I got fired. <laughs> it's a long, long, interesting story, but maybe I'll tell that a different time. And um, anyway, he hired me back. And in the meantime, I had done some insurance sales and door-to-door sales and a few things like that and was interested in getting into sales. So with that experience, I came back to work and as a lead tech and started selling. So I would just go in and I would upsell people on services that we could offer them at a discounted rate while we were there in the home. And then he offered to, he was wanted to open an office in Seattle. And so he offered to, um, he was looking for a manager at the time. He needed a few people to be there. He offered for me to manage and it didn't end up working out. Um, he offered it to me and another guy and we ended up both accepting the, <laughs> the job. So he said, all right, uh, well, you'll be managing sales and you'll be managing services. So, um, I ended up managing sales and the other guy's services, and uh, he ended up being the uh, being mostly in charge. Of, well, he was he was in charge of the office there. So it was my wife and I and um, and our friend Anthony, and we all went together and started this office up. So then it was my job not just to upsell but to start selling services. So I started selling commercial duct cleaning services. Um, all the leads that we would get that would come in would come to my phone, and I would. Um, close those leads. And, um, and then I was also working in the field too, to kind of get the office going. Um, so <clears throat> I'm going to kind of talk about how my, my principles on selling and how it worked for me. I'm definitely not the best salesman out there. And there are lots of other guys who have done way better than me. I failed at selling so many times. Um, <laughs> so, uh, I, I ended up getting it, getting it right in a few ways, but I'm sure there are a lot of other people that do a much better job than I do. Um, so one of the things that's worked for me though, I'm not really good at pushy sales. I don't like that. Um, I think that there, there are times when it's important to close people. Um, but I have a really hard time, 
um, just kind of shoving stuff down people's throats, I guess. So, and and really, I think in general, we've kind of started moving away from that in in sales and and moving toward building long term relationships. We've realized that that's the best way to maybe not make a sale that day, but um, make a relationship that will last a lifetime. So that's really the way that I looked at selling is I'm here to make a relationship. Um, And so when I would do that in person, I would explain to them what we would offer, um, the value of what we offer, why it is that you can trust us. And um, as opposed to going to another company that you may or may not be able to trust. And unfortunately, in that industry, and I think in most industries, um, especially in the duct cleaning industry, because you can't actually visually inspect the duct cleaning afterward as a homeowner, um, it makes it very difficult to know whether people did a good job or not. So that was something that I would, you know, lead with strongly is that, um, you know, we share certifications, share the quality of work we do, some of the stories about um, other work that we've done. A lot of times I would throw things out there like hospitals that we had worked at or retirement homes that we'd worked at. So they kind of get a feeling of the reputation that we have. Um, and then, you know, and then always it comes down to price, right? Everybody wants to negotiate on price. So um, I would always tell people, I said, I would say, listen, we, we offer a very competitive rate for the, the service that we offer. Um, but we do not compete with um, people that do not do quality work. So you will find cheaper people out there. We're not their competition. We do a different kind of service, um, a much higher quality service, something that you can um, rest assured is going to help your air quality in your home. And um, and so that would kind of help me get past that that price issue when people wanted to negotiate with me on price. And generally, I knew that I would set my price um, uh, usually about we we were actually we were selling duck cleaning at that time for um, high three hundreds, low four hundreds. Um, and now actually, if you go to nadka.com, they say that usually a duck cleaning costs from some anywhere between 500 to a thousand dollars. Um, they used to say on their website that, uh, duck cleaning would run from, uh, could be anywhere from $400 and up <clears throat> lady that they added, they set it to 450 and now it's at 500 to a thousand. And, um, so when, when talking to people about, price, I would generally set our price about 20 to $50 above what I knew that I needed to make ends meet um, for, our, for our business. The reason for that is that, um, well, so we had set prices that, that our boss put on those, but I knew especially um, when closing over the phone, I knew that people are going to want to negotiate. So I would always ahead have time or have room to negotiate with people. People like to know that they've gotten a good deal. And in truth, at the time, it was already a good deal. But I would generally set our price um, around 400 to 425, knowing that I could go as low as 350 to 375, generally. Um, <clears throat> that way, people, you know, there was a little bit of wiggle room there, and they felt good at the end, too. Um, and if we got the, if we got the, the duct cleaning for the price that I originally um, was that the the posted price um, they were still getting a good deal it was still a standard rate but we would oftentimes give people a better than standard rate so anyway just kind of give you guys a deal a little bit of idea on pricing 
Um, so, and it, like this whole idea of how to do this really became clear to me when I was going, uh, I did door to door sales and it just, man, it just didn't work for me. And, um, then I, I ended up, um, reading a book called how I raised myself from failure to success in sales. And that book really opened my eyes to how to sell and it's a really small, um, simple book, but I really recommend it for somebody who's first starting out in sales. A lot of really good advice there. And very old book, actually. It's been around for quite some time. Um, how to Raise Myself from, How I Raised Myself from Failure to Success in Sales. Great book. Um, and so I kind of started, for, after that book, I started realizing that, that sales is a relationship. Um, and that really helped me a lot. So then as I was, as, um, as I started getting into more and more, uh, cleaning, uh, duck cleaning sales situations, I ended up doing also a lot of partner sales and partner sales is interesting because what we were doing with partner sales is we were trying to build relationships with other businesses. So basically business to business sales, right? Um, and so this is how I would work with this. I would walk into a business knowing that they're probably going to turn me away and not really care about what I have to say the first time. Um, so I would walk in with a card and I would get the name of the secretary. And so I'd walk in, I would smile a big white smile before I even came in the door to get myself ready in the right mood. And the biggest, whitest smile I could, I could muster just like max out all my smile muscles. I actually learned that from that book. And then I would walk in with a smile on my face, feeling good. I would, um, say hi, introduce myself, um, let them know what I did. And then I would um, ask them, you know, a little bit, a few questions like, what do they work in? What are the industries that they, um, for example, I would walk into HVAC contractors, for example, like commercial HVAC contractors, and um, that put in the, the duct systems that we would later clean. And so I would, I would ask them, like, you know, what kind of um, um, industry do you work in? Do you guys do a lot of remodel? Do you do um, new construction? Um, that kind of thing. And let them know that we oftentimes will work with um, HVAC companies to be able to win bids that need NADCA certified duct cleaners. Um, so anyway, here's my card. And then I would walk out, write down her name as soon as I would get back to the car. And then I would know that from that point forward, um, I would be talking to her by name. And every single time I take notes and I'm expecting that I'm going to go there seven times before I ever get a yes on a job. Now, in practice, this takes about three months for me um, in the times that I've done it to actually start seeing results. And um, so, but that's that's how it would work. And I would go through a process, basically just building a relationship and a friendship with them. I would walk in every time, always with a reason to go back. So for example, I would say that first time, I would say, hey, I don't have any on me right now, but we do have a little bit of information about... Um, how we normally work with commercial companies. So I'll bring that back the next time. And I had like a little bit of information to just trickle out to them in hand, in person for another seven to 10 visits. And, um, and that was just how we started building the relationship from then on out. Like if I could find out information about them that was helpful, sometimes like bring them a coffee or, um, things like that. Let them know, Hey, I was at Starbucks. I, um, thought you might like a coffee and I would go around and go to Starbucks near every single office that I was going to and, and, and bring coffees. Um, and 
one of the times one of the times that really broke through for me i was actually um going to there's this like hvac contractor we're a small business right we got three people in our office um and i remember walking in the door to this hvac contractor and their building was bigger than the supply warehouse that we would go to for our supplies like it was literally like a city block um it was just this huge sprawling building and i walk in and it's very very nice um the 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 like there's just cubicles everywhere and and you know and and um the secretary is different every single time I go in. I don't know how that works, but sometimes she was the same, but it was like, they were just like huge. I just, it felt overwhelmingly huge and impersonal and I had no idea how I was going to get through to them. But I just asked them, I was like, Hey, who's your lead salesman? And they, um, they gave me his name. Um, his name was Mike. And so I said, I said, uh, okay, when's a good time to reach him? And they said, you know, such and such time. And I said, okay, cool. Um, well, I tell you what, here's my card. Maybe you could pass that to him. This is what we do, blah, blah, blah. And then I came back at that time. Um, I reached him once and let him know what we did. Gave him a little info packet about what we do. And, um, and then I said uh, that I would come back and explain to him um, how we help out with charities. The reason that I did that was I saw that they, um, he was into golf. He had something, I, I think I looked him up and he, he on LinkedIn and he had, a, he'd gone to a golf tournament or something like that. Um, anyway, I found out somehow that he was into like that. They, as a company, they would, they would do, um, they would, they would do, uh, golf tournaments and oftentimes they would, um, do it for charity. And so I told him, I said, Hey, um, well, so when I went back, sorry, I get off track here. So when I went back, I looked for him, looked for him, looked for him, looked for him, looked for him. He was always out. He's their lead salesman. He's out making relationships too, right? He's doing the same thing that I am. So it was like super hard to find him. Finally, one day I get there and, um, and I was like, Hey, I'm so glad I found you. I was like, um, and I just got straight to the point with him. I was like, listen, we would love to get work from you guys. Um, we'd love to work with you. And, um, and he's like, Oh, uh, you know, I, I, I thought we'd already recommended you work. We ha- you haven't gotten anything from us? And I was like, I was like, no. I was like, but honestly, I, I totally understand that. We don't know each other very well. I was like, but I tell you what, I saw that you guys do, um, you know, you guys do uh, golf tournaments for charity. I was like, we would love to sponsor a hole for you. Um, and um, let us know how we can help you out. Um, and if there's, you know, if there's anything that we can do to help you with any of the projects that you have, if you needed that NADCA certified duct cleaner to be able to win any of the projects that you have, let me know. I want to be able to help you guys out, um, and I want to be able to have the opportunity to win, um, you know, to to uh, win your confidence. And so I, you know, it was a little bit more direct. I was a little bit. I'm, I'm honestly, I have a hard time being direct with people. And so just to go out and ask for it and be like, please give me work. I want to be able to win your confidence, and I want to build a relationship with you. Um, for me, I, I usually wasn't quite that direct, but it really worked for me. And. Um, and so I learned an important lesson there, like go ask for the work, go tell them what you want to do at the, at the right time, right? Um, from that one interaction, uh, I never talked to him again in person, not once after that I was I able to reach him, but we built a relationship with the people in his company from there on out. They gave us like 15 um, jobs cleaning uh, duct systems for Bank of America's that they were remodeling, that they were they were swapping out the... Um, air handlers for those systems they needed to get them cleaned according to the scope. 
So by just going in there, being sincere, trying to help them, um, got me the job, got me the relationship, didn't get me one job, it got me 15 jobs all at once. And it was like, boom, 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 one right after the next, we started bidding them like crazy. And we were bidding low. Um, but I think that, you know, we probably could have bid higher now, in retrospect, but we were generally bidding them between 1500 to $2,500 a job. So I mean, you know, roughly around $25,000 worth of work came in over one conversation, which is, um, you know, I, for me, that's a win. Um, so anyway, by doing all of this, like, I guess like in person, it really built up a relationship and man, I tell you what, it worked incredible for being able to, um, get work on a consistent basis without having to sit out there and bang on doors every single day. I think that was the biggest way that we were able to bring work in was building these relationships that would last, um, have the potential to last a lifetime. So that was one example of many that we ended up building from there on out. Um, you know, that once relationships built, as long as your guys continue to do good work and you go and take care of them every time, the work just keeps rolling in the door. And to me, that's the power of building strong relationships with the right people. So, uh, and I really learned that with, with selling, um, for that company. Um, I could, I could build a great relationship with a customer, and they will come back to me for the rest of their life. But a duct cleaning, um, you normally do once every four years. And so we will get one duct cleaning out of them every four years until they either can no longer afford duct cleaning or they're no longer around. Um, and, and that's great. But when you make a, a relationship with a business, they will give you work sometimes every week or every month to every day. Um, and that work will just keep coming in like clockwork every single day. As long as you continue to put out good work and you continue to take care of them as a company. Um, you, when your goals align with theirs, they will take care of you. So um, huge lesson for me. Now the question is, I've gotten into trying to build uh, relationships online. How do you take that door, like in-person handshake conversation and move it online. The reason for that is because while I still believe that going and talking to businesses is best done in person, in order to sell to a customer, I cannot get the volume that I need anymore. Um, I mean, you, you can. You can go build those relationships in person. But if you can automate that process and build a strong relationship with individuals um, and automate that process, so that they can get to know you, they can build a relationship with you, and then once they trust you, start getting your services. Um, that would be incredible. So how do you do that? How do you automate that relationship building process? Um, it's through a funnel. So you think about that like a website. Actually, I'll give you the first example, like the first way I figured this out. Um, my wife was doing a retreat, and she does um, muscle therapy, and she helps people cure their pain. So, um, she's been doing this for a long time. She's done a lot of research into this and she's been able to completely, um, cure people of chronic pain. Now that's not to say that, um, they won't get hurt again or anything like that. But the idea is that, um, that they're, they are able to resolve any, any, any previous issues. So 
she wanted to start a retreat to do a retreat and to um to bring people in and to kind of do this intensive therapy for um a few days and just take them from in pain to not in pain um or at least um usually the therapy that we did where they would feel the full effects of it within about a week or so so it was like they went through this intensive therapy and then a week later they were they were completely better um anyway so we set up this website we set up this landing page we're like hey you know this is where it's going to be this is what we're going to do this is the price click here to buy and we started sending people to that website um the price was i think it was $2500 that she set it for it might be low i think it was like yeah maybe it's somewhere somewhere around there like $2500 for for a 3 day retreat um the thing is people would get there they would see the website sorry we have these i'm here in in costa rica and we have these uh these bugs that make this like they sound like crickets um that's the sound you can hear in the background they just started to chime on chime in on the conversation um so she um we would send people to the website and nobody would buy we i sent email campaigns out to somewhere around a thousand people um and people that already have known of her or you know know about her and um nothing nothing not one sale and i was like why 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 now if you think about that if i come up to you you've met me um before and i and i come and i say hey listen i have a really great opportunity for you um it could um it could really help you. The price tag is $2,500. Sign here and make the deposit to this account. How likely would you be to just give me that money? Um, inside of a conversation, it's really, really hard to do that. I first need to know, like, yeah, but how does this help me, right? And then I'm going to have to think about that a little bit. Um, from there, I'm, I'm going to need to know a little bit more information about it. And I'm probably going to have some questions as to like, yeah, but will it do this? Like, will it do that? Like, for example, in the, in, in, in the case of the retreat, yeah, but like, I have low back pain. Is that like, are you going to actually be able to fix that? Yeah, but I have like really severe headaches. Um, is that something that you would be able to help with? Or I was in a car accident. Can you actually help me? Um, even though like I went through physical therapy and surgery and all kinds of other things, um, these, you know, like, so I can't just run people, you know, to, to a, a sign up form and expect for them to give me $2,500. So that same principle applies with, you know, like with the, with the sales situation that I was doing in business, right? Like I can't just walk into a business the first time I meet them and say, Hey, um, this is what I do. Um, and I, you know, this is what I charge. Um, why, why don't you give me a credit card and sign here, right? Like it doesn't, it doesn't work that way. They need to know that I'm there to genuinely help them. They need to know that I, um, my goals align with theirs and they need to know that they can trust me. So a funnel is not a website. A funnel is entirely different. A funnel is a system for building trust, building a relationship, and then making a sale. How do you do that? Well, a funnel works like this. You give somebody something for free. Once they get that thing, you say, hey, thank you so much. The thing that they want, 
or the thing that you're giving them is going to uh, solve some problem or pain that they have, right? So like, for, for example, like let's just relate this to the example of my wife. Um, if I were to build a funnel for that retreat today, what I would do is I would give people a free guide for how they can resolve, they can um, relieve pain at home naturally, right? And maybe I'll even include, like, just it'll just be like a PDF document for how they can do that. So I'll create an ad on Facebook. I'll say, hey, struggling with low back pain, struggling with neck pain, been in a car accident, been through physical therapy and nothing else worked. Try these free, um, seven free steps that you can do at home to relieve your back pain or your neck pain or to get reco- help you recover from your um, severe injury today. So they're going to go click on the link. They're going to go and they're going to go to a landing page. The landing page is going to give them um, a download link where they put in their email and they download that. So I collect the email and I put it in a list and then I send them to another page. The next page says, hey, thanks so much for downloading that document. Um, I, re- I have a, um, a special offer for you. For some people, it's enough to do stretching at home, but we are also right now currently um, offering a, f- a, um, a therapy session with a free consultation at, at the front. Um, and it's, this is what it's going to entail. It costs this much. If you get there and after the free consultation, um, it doesn't work for you, totally fine. We're going to refund your money back. The total price is $95. A certain amount of people are going to be like, yeah, actually, I would love to just go in and get worked on and get my neck pain fi- fixed, right? Um, a certain amount of people are going to be like, no, that's all right. And that's okay. Why? Because I already collect their email and I'm going to start building a relationship with them through email. So then on another page, I'm going to say, hey, it's going to, so they're going to, if they select that and they say, yep, I want to do that, it's like, cool. Now I have somebody who I know is willing to spend money on resolving their pain. So I'm going to send them to another website, another page. And this page is going to say, thank you so much. We're looking forward to seeing you. Um, if you're interested, we are setting up a retreat. The dates and times will be made available soon. If you would like to be among the first to know about it, um, fill out your information in this form and submit it to me to let me know what's going on with your pain and how I might be able to resolve it for you. Boom, they submit that and then they're going to go to be on a list that says interested in the retreat, right? Um, so now they're going to come in, I'm going to talk to him in person, or my wife's going to talk to him in person, they're going to get treated, they're going to get worked on, they're going to be like, hey, I saw something about you guys are doing a retreat, what's that all about? And then she's going to tell them, she's like, and I will let you know when we're actually going to start doing that. Um, and so then we'll start trickling out information to those people's emails about the op- the services that we offer. There'll be two lists, right? We'll have the list of the people that were interested in the free thing, but didn't buy. We'll have the list of the, uh, the or three lists, I guess. You'll have the list of the people that bought, and then you'll have the list of the people that bought and also signed up for the retreat to, to find out more information about the retreat. Um, so we can start a camp- campaign to build relationships with people that didn't weren't ready to, weren't ready to spend money yet. We can send a campaign out to the people who purchased and weren't interested in the retreat. And then we can send people out a campaign for the retreat, letting them know um, little things about it and what it's going to be like and then when it's going to be out and the price 
And then once it's available, sign up now before it books up. The difference with this is that it is a little bit at a time. It's building your relationship a little bit at a time, helping them and helping them to build trust in you. The emails that I'm going to be sending out are going to be like helpful information on um, stories about how we've helped other patients, um, ways that they can help themselves at home, um, different things like that, right? Building this relationship over time. By doing this, um, I'm able to automate that same process that I would do when I would normally go in and talk to a business. I'm still going to go in and talk to businesses in person. I'm still going to shake their hands in person. I'm going to give them cool stuff in person um, because it's worth it because that is tens of thousands of dollars, if not hundreds of thousands of dollars, and sometimes millions and tens of millions of dollars for the right business. That to me is always worth an in-person handshake. But for the individual, being able to get that same relationship built with an individual over time is simply logistically not possible for top salesmen. So how do you build that relationship when you can't go see them in person? It's through a funnel. A website can't do it, a landing page can't do it, but a funnel can. Um, and so I'm really excited about this in principle. Um, I've um, digested a lot of information about this. I am personally putting this into practice now. So um, obviously I seem very resolved about it and I am. I know that it can work because I've seen lots of examples of other companies doing the same exact process. So I'm currently going through this process for myself um, and I'm probably gonna do a, a few free ones for, for um, some friends and family, um, maybe some people listening to this podcast as well. We'll have to see how it goes, but I'm really excited to put this stuff into practice and then share with you guys the stuff that um, I'm able to learn from it and how I'm able to put it in practice. The great thing about um, these, um, you know, going through a process like that is is how much you learn in the process. So I'm really excited to automate that and to um, to get that up and going and share with you guys the um, the things that I found that work, the things that I find that don't work, and um, kind of share with you guys everything on the journey. So anyway, that's all for now. Um, I hope you enjoyed my, what were we, like an hour now and of uh, talking <laughs> about sales um, and, and duck cleaning of all things um, and retreats. So um, for us, the retreat one actually went really good. We had a very small group because we didn't market it very well. So lesson learned there. And, um, but we were able to get some amazing results from people and that was really what mattered. We were really excited about that. Um, so I hope the, um, <laughs> the crickets in the background and the birds chirping this morning weren't too much of a distraction for the, for the, for the podcast and, uh, we'll see you on the next one. Thanks.